In January of 1647, New Haven colonists sent a large ship filled with merchandise from Connecticut on a trip meant to cross the Atlantic with the hopes of improving trade. It was a cold winter, and a group of local residents had to chop ice just to get it out of the New Haven Harbor before it was towed toward the sea. After the ship departed into the fog, months passed with no word of the ship's arrival. Then, during a thunderstorm, spectators claimed to have seen a ghostly version of the ship in the New Haven Harbor, with battered masts and torn sails. The vessel was never seen again. Colonists were left only with the memory and the legend of the phantom ship. In April of 2020, the owners of a beer and wine-making supply business opened up a brewery in Hartford, Connecticut. As a nod to that ship and its legend, they named their venture Phantom Brewing. I'm Will Sis, and this is It Starts With Beer. One, two, three, four. Welcome to this episode in which I interviewed John Petre of Phantom Brewing, which had the guts to open during a pandemic and the skill to thrive. This episode is brought to you by Back East Brewing in Bloomfield, Connecticut. Their recent tap room expansion with indoor and outdoor seating makes Back East the perfect place to enjoy excellent beers like Ice Cream Man IPA, Ricoutra IPA, their award-winning porter, or any of the other delicious beers in their ever-changing lineup. Go to BackEastBrewing.com for more information. So I'm currently drinking a phantom beer, if you want an image. Uh, it's... Uh, do it for the summer. It's a 5.5% ABV sour IPA. It's a bit uh, straw in color, I guess. Uh, sour apple in the flavor. Mild nose, but if I had to say what kind, I guess uh, lemon rind, maybe. I got in a 32-ounce crowler. And I've been slowly making my way through it for hours. I am not kidding. I am a lightweight, and that's a lot of beer for little me. This was muled in from CT Brew Dad. Thank you very much, buddy. You can follow him on Instagram. You can hear my dog barking in the background. It's been a wild summer. Um... Someone is shooting off firecrackers as we speak, so that's fun. My daughter recently turned five months old, and on top of that, I've been healing slowly from shoulder surgery. Partial replacement of the shoulder had to be done, but that means that my wife has been doing a lot of the carrying lately. She is a saint. You might be hearing her singing my daughter to sleep, if you listen closely. 
Black is Beautiful Beer Initiative has taken root in Connecticut as of this recording. There have been 14 breweries that have taken part in that endeavor. Recently, there was a big release of a collab brewing between Two Roads and Rhythm right here in Connecticut. So happy for them. Can't wait to try it. I'm glad I got to talk to John of Phantom Brewing. Never met him in real life. Talked to him over the phone. Seems like a solid dude and fellow teacher. So let's listen in. Tell me a little bit, John, about your background and your introduction to beer. Um, well, I always, I always been a craft beer lover. Um, I can remember back in the my early twenties, um, the dogfish beers got me into, uh, really drinking craft beer and exploring craft beer originally. Um, followed by some of the Sam Adams beers that they've released over the years. Um, and then I started brewing in 2012 and that's when I met my partner. Um, I was going into the homebrew shop and, uh, taking his homebrew class originally and then eventually helping to teach his homebrew class um, different methods of brewing, extract, partial grain, all grain. Um, and then we uh, taught some wine making classes and some other things together. And we ran this, we ended up teaching this uh, um, class on the Grain Father, which is a all-in-one brewing machine that we offer that we sell right here at our brewery because we are a brewery homebrew shop and um after meeting Bo and and kind of helping out there on the weekends uh in addition to my regular job which is a PE teacher um I teach elementary PE for my day job uh we decided to co-own a brewery and two years ago we got together and uh formed an LLC and started renovating the place last year and uh taking it from there so that's kind of you know uh, explored my passion over the years for about eight years of brewing seven years of brewing and a lot of many different styles from dark ales to sours to lagering and and kind of everything in between and you know we between the two of us we just have hundreds of uh, awesome recipes that we we're starting to roll out and share with everybody yeah that's one thing that i definitely noticed about your tap list it certainly has the um, the IPAs that are in demand, but it, there was a wide variety uh, in there as well. I saw sours and uh, blonde, Berliner Weiss. Was that always your plan to do a diverse list, not just what was popular? Uh, yes, we have, uh, you know, uh, are in the process of developing a good mixture of styles that are popular in this area from new england ipas to fruited sours to uh lagers but also we offer um we have a number of dark beers we were that are upcoming in this fall and maltier uh, showing the maltier side of beers uh amber ales and and rye beers and and different other uh, other types of beer that we really want to share those recipes with everybody as well we brew a lot of clean styles um and we don't really have, you know, we use, we dedicate one of our tanks to lagering. We're coming out with a lager next weekend on uh, August 7th. We are releasing a Munich Hellas, which we are very proud of. It's tasting great. It's uh, 
been lagering over six weeks and we're we're super happy about the way that it's turned out and we think it's going to be a nice welcome addition to our lineup yeah it sounds like it and it certainly is uh that's a style that a lot of people aren't as familiar with especially if they're just getting into beer um what what do you think you've learned about brewing since opening up as a brewery versus what you knew before as a uh home brewer and as someone who worked at a homebrew store? Uh, the professional brewing practices are, are, you know, similar in a lot of ways at, at just a much larger scale that to home brewing and the professional, but they require a lot more, um, you know, technique and, um, and uh, you know, plumbing and, and, and moving liquids in the correct ways. And, and there's a lot more, um, care taken and sanitizing and keeping everything clean and in top shape for a top working order as far as producing the beer um, temperature controlling uh, all of our beers is paramount to the quality of it as well and so I've I've learned over the years that uh, you really need to pay attention to cleanliness you need to pay attention to simplicity a lot of these beers get too complex with the amount of ingredients i've i've learned and done so many experiments with bow just at the homebrew level and even on the pro level with instruments to measure the beer with recipes um with and without certain malts and certain things that that some homebrewers think and know to be popular methods um we've tested so many different ways to brew the same beer um from ingredients to temperatures that we're really excited to, uh, you know, to, to learn that, you know, the professional brewing at the professional level, um, is, you know, uh, you know, doable with, in a much simpler form than home brewing, for example, you know, uh, adding, you know, six or seven or eight malts to a, a darker style beer, uh, that those types of flavor profiles can be, uh, replicated, um, with a much simpler malt bill and at the professional level as well. And it allows us ease of uh, ordering pallets of grain and, uh, you know, it allows us ease in creating multiple styles um, uh, with uh, similar malt bases uh, and, you know, varying our yeasts and, and different things to, uh, to uh, uh, you know, and, and varying some of our practices. Sometimes we split batches. Um, and we're able to make a couple different beers or a couple different styles. Um, and it, it helps us to keep our tap list diverse. So. I think that's what I've heard from people who have been brewing for a long time that, you know, over the last 10 years, certainly simplicity is really what's, uh, or, you know, it's gotten a lot easier for home brewers, uh, and even pro brewers kind of building on the mistakes and the technology of the past, uh, to make things a little bit easier. Just a quick break to say that this episode is sponsored by Witch Doctor Brewing in Southington, Connecticut. Stop by for a pint of their Tropica New England IPA. Try their Papa Chocolates Milkshake Stout or quench your thirst with an I'm Wit Stupid Wit Beer. Go to witchdoctorbrewing.com for more information. Witch Doctor Brewing, we have the cure for what ails you. Now back to the interview. Um, do you still hold your um, your homebrew happy hour? We have not held the homebrew happy hour since we've been open. We've kind of been um, 
getting this this uh, brewery up and running and trying to manage production levels and and you know just being the the two of us uh, with with just two employees as well in the tap room um, we have uh, had a harder time uh, we've held some homebrew classes but we haven't held the homebrew happy hours where the customers bring in their homebrews and things like that but we're trying to actually we're actually looking for someone to kind of run that and maybe take over on that and and just kind of head that up um as far as like bringing the club back and things like that but we hope to by the fall we hope to be opening that back up to a once a month um type of thing for our customers well i'm happy to hear that people are still homebrewing it seems like everybody who's homebrewing is opening up their own brewery <laughs> so you know yeah many of the brewers in our area have originally taken our homebrew classes and uh they've learned you know through our store and what we've offered when we were beer and winemakers warehouse and it's great to see a lot of them progress into the professional scene and we we hope for the best and we support those guys still to this day um we we support a lot of our area breweries all the all the brewers support each other the craft brewers guild and you know we're all kind of friends and in this together in our different towns and um it's really great to see a lot of that um there's a lot of customers and and people that were homebrewing through the pandemic and, and we have a good homebrew customer base and they don't have really desires to turn pro uh, as far as starting a business, but we, um, you know, we've had some inquiries about some people interested in brewing with us, just a couple of batches pro professionally here and there to see how it's done, just to see the process. And, um, you know, we'll be allowing that here and there, you know, as we see fit, but yes, the home brewing and the, um, that that is all still very alive and well and and we love we love exploring with our customers uh you know different methods and and things like that and and Bo's really Bo's like an encyclopedia of of crafting so he provides our customers with a lot of different knowledge it sounds like you're a quick study as well and it ties into your uh passion for teaching you know the idea that you teach professionally and you teach uh you know w when it comes to beer as well um what uh what thoughts did you have opening up during a pandemic yeah we've answered that question uh seems everybody has kind of wondered uh it was crazy um we we were only allowed to do to-go sales we did the big cans the crawlers uh for the first month and it just the response from the community from hartford from weathersfield rocky hill and their immediate surrounding areas glastonbury west hartford it's been wonderful a lot of customers east hartford um and the support has really been outstanding as far as starting a small business the revenue goals are being met weekly um we our production goals obviously want to increase but due to the current market things change a little bit things have been a lot you know, uh, slower and more difficult, but we are very happy with the response to the beer and all the reviews we've been receiving and the beer has been selling really at the pace we projected. So our revenues have been uh, exciting and it's great to see that people are out there supporting us and pulling for us as well. It's been, you know, we can't complain. We're not operating at full capacity, but we certainly could be operating at a much less capacity than we are now. So 
it's super exciting just to be in it. And you just got to be smart about it. You got to be strategic. And in a in a very small nano style brewery like us, we we just we're taking good care and not overextending ourselves, and uh, just making good beers and keep putting out good beers. Um, little by little, we try to come out with beers every week or two, and it, we've been able to offer four packs in our first few months of opening. We're doing another run of three different styles and four packs. In, the, in a week on August 7th, we're going to have a major second can release. Um, and, you know, it. we're really trying to just give customers what they want, keep things simple and focused and really nose to the grindstone on a daily basis, um, you know, just handling the logistics of the business. So it's been, it's been great. Uh, I can't, obviously, I want to pack the place with hundreds of people, and, but we have rules to follow and, and, and protocols to follow. And, uh, you know, I'm a big events type of guy, too, so I want to I be able to do a lot more events. We have some live music starting tomorrow night, actually. I'm trying to get some live music every Friday night in August as well. So, um, you know, food trucks are there weekly, and, and a couple times during our, we're open Thursday to Sunday, and food trucks are there two of the days at least. And uh, we're offering beer steamed kielbasa and hot dogs as far as our food requirement is concerned. So. What role do you think being positioned in Hartford plays in your popularity? I think it's an awesome spot to be. There's only a couple breweries here. The other breweries super really support us. And I love our location being right off the highway. We've had so many people passing through in and out of state just coming right off 91, grabbing four packs or having a flight and, and heading on their way. Or, you know, it's really, I like where we are in the meadows over there. I think it's a wonderful place to be. Is it in the center of Hartford and, and all the business action? No, but it's been a great stop along the Connecticut Beer Trail for, uh, and we've been receiving a ton of great feedback about where we're actually located. So uh, we're super happy about it. I bet. All right, um, we're going to do a quick thing called the lightning round, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. This is where you've not been prepped for this. Uh, you've got three seconds approximately to answer each of these questions. Are you ready? <laughs> I'll try. Okay, this is it requires focus. Uh, when you were a little kid, what was your dream job? Uh, to be a police officer. Very good. What is the dumbest thing you've done recently? I uh, tried to get on my son's hoverboard, and I fell on my face immediately as soon as I stepped onto it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good image on that one. All right. What do you do to relax? I head down to the beach with my boat. I get a 21-foot boat, and I take my kids and my family and some of their friends down to the beach. Uh, and Mondays are usually my day off nowadays because we're, we're working all the other days of the week, but, um, yep, that going to the beach. Fantastic. The What's your favorite drink outside of beer? Oh, margaritas. Definitely. I have a soft spot for tequilas and I love tasting different kinds of tequilas and different kinds of flavored margaritas. That's my, my, my non-beer weakness. All right. Um, two more questions. Who should play you in a movie about you? <laughs> play me in a movie. Uh, Channing Tatum. Perfect. <laughs> I haven't met you, uh, but I've seen pictures. It's real close. It's real close. Yeah. And, uh, 
and uh, best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, it's just gonna have to be from my uncle who owns a factory in in um, Allentown, Pennsylvania, and he has provided a decent amount of guidance as far as uh, you know the the opening and the running of my business. But just to keep things simple, you know. Yeah. And and really pay attention to not lose my family and all this with working two jobs and owning a brewery and working in a school. So keep 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 my eye on my family. Make sure I'm spending enough time with my kids and my wife and just balance, balance everything the best you can. It's the best piece of advice I can give. My thanks to John Petre of Phantom Brewing. You can go to Phantom dash brewing.com for all their details including hours available beers and upcoming events please tell your friends about it starts with beer send them a link tell them it's nice rate me kindly on apple podcasts as i believe that makes a difference Uh, listen to some previous episodes as they are all quite fun or at least to me you can go to beersnobrights.com slash podcast. Until next time, sip well.